Well, you got like what 10k subscribers and it's been like a month because yeah. I think I know why but I want you to give me your reason why so yeah, so um, December 15th my first video went up and the whole point of me wanting to make a video I was actually sitting in the car with my friend John Dario and a couple other kids and He was telling me like about these problems that he was having with this girl and I was giving him some like good clean advice that I would have given to anybody regardless friend, you know, some random person on the internet. And I was like, you know what? If there was a camera right here and I just said all that, maybe I could go somewhere with it. So December 15th, I released my first video with my friend, my other friend, Luke, ironically. And from there on, I just kind of started producing content, producing content. And then by January 15th, which was exactly 30 days later, I believe I'd filmed six or seven podcasts and my tiktok was at over two hundred thousand followers the youtube was at over seven thousand and uh yeah it's been kind of just everything's been kind of going up since and i'm very grateful because it's uh, stuff that i love to do obviously so and i have obviously an amazing brother to help me with everything behind the scenes and that's just kind of how it started and then the girls and everything coming onto the podcast was just kind of in addition because i knew that as a consumer and what I used to watch, I would have enjoyed seeing somebody question a girl, you know? So I, it's, it's better than just having a, a dude just sit and speak into the camera, especially if I'm giving advice about girls. Who better is it to hear than from a girl on what they want, what they don't want, what's an ick, what's a turn on, what's a turn off, and so on. So I started hitting up girls. They started hitting me up. Oh, let me be on the podcast. Of course, yada, yada. And then here we are. Because it's... When I see content, like, I when I was younger, like, middle school, and um, did you just graduate high school, or are you... I'm still in high school. You're still in high school. So, when I was in high school, in middle school, and, um, like, I'm not much older than you, but, like, Snapchat became a thing when I was in high school. Like, we didn't have it before high school. Like, all these things um, were coming out, and I saw a lot of your content, not yours specifically, but content like yours online. And when I was young, I was like, oh, I got to figure it out. I got to, I got to, because my priorities were not, my priorities were like, oh, I, I want to be, I want to be in love. I want, Cause I, right. I get that. I, I get it. Come on. Yeah. No, but, um, I get it. but w- pardon me when I say I, I have a hard time enjoying content like that anymore. Cause I feel like it, it caters to, this sounds horrible, but like incels, you know, and it's not your fault. I think it's, kind of their fault. Yeah. What I fear, what I fear is that young boys and perhaps young girls listen to it, it, whether it's you or the girls you're with or any guys that you have on, they listen to them and, and they're like, oh, it's, it, this is how it is. It's so easy. This is how you do it. But I say this to a lot to a lot to adults. A lot a lot of adults will say to me, oh, this is what you should do with your life. This is how you should do it. This is what you should do. And I, and I look at them, I'm like, You've lived one life. Yeah, exactly. How dare you tell me how to how to live mine? If I ask for your advice, give it to me. I asked, right? But when you say this is how it's done or you don't know yet, it's like put the brakes on a little bit. So yeah. I like I'd like to ask you, it's like do you think I I know your whole brand is value, right? Bringing value. Mm-hmm. Is there a chance that there could be any kind of detriment to the things that you're saying? Well, that's why everything that I speak on is based upon my experience. Okay. And things that I've experienced with what's worked for me with the female or with anything for that matter. So when I talk about value, it's just, you know, like what adds value to your life, what Mm -hmm. subtracts value from your life. So if there's a girl 
that is subtracting value from your life. That's why I always talk about red flags. You know, you see them, you ignore them because you're in love or she's hot or mm -hmm. whatever else it may be. And you ignore, 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 ignore. My channel is basically just open your eyes to the red flags because when they're there, they're there. And if you keep letting them slide down the road, it'll get worse mm. and worse and worse and worse and so on. And I've seen this happen with other people as well. And then you read a bunch of comments of people that are saying, I ignored the red flags. This happened, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. There's a reason that so many people are getting divorced. So many people seek mental health, not only evaluations, but you know, therapy, therapies of sorts over partners because it's such a big thing. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure who you allow into your life is a positive person. But yeah, everything that I speak on is just based upon my experiences and what I've experienced as a 17 year old kid. I'm still young. So that's where a lot of people also are like, oh, what does he know? He's 17. I've had a good amount of experience for my age. I've consumed a lot of content. I've become a life coach. I'm not going to do anything with that certification until much further down the road because I don't feel the need to be You're coaching. You're a life coach? I got my certification, yeah. Hmm. But I don't but I'm it's not for me to be coaching people right now. I'm too young. Like it's just for it was just for me to have. It was like an accolade that I wanted and I just decided to do it. Um cuz one of one of the I, I he's awesome. His name is Tobias. Mm -hmm. He's a life coach. I had him on the on the show and it was one of the most my most favorite conversation I've had with somebody else. He's, he's uh, from the UK. And whereas I guess he's the kind of life coach that talks more about like spirituality yeah. and how to like uh, discover yourself only using like the tools that you have within yourself. It's not mm -hmm. really like external means. Right. And, and Tobias, if you're listening, I'm sorry if I'm, I'm getting that wrong, but yeah, I think that's really cool. Cause I had a problem with life coaches too. I said the first thing I said to Tobias, I was like, "All right, Tobias, are you a fucking liar?" Yeah. I was like, and and he loved that I asked that. We and we really got into it. and We talked about it. it. Was and I'm so happy the conversation went the way it went. Um, but now that you say that, I, I could I could understand you and your goals a little bit better, or at least your platform a little bit better. Um, but I want to make an observation that the fact that you exist as a YouTuber at all, I think sheds light on a on a larger problem and it's not you that's the problem it's the problem you're trying to fix you know you know what i'm trying to say it's like you're talking about uh you know young girls and young boys are this way and these are how they're being affected and this is how they're trying to fix it it may or may not be working and everyone's always had problems you know yeah. couples have always had problems people societies have always had problems but i think a lot of the problems you're experiencing and the problems that you're trying to fix are because of things like social media and, oh, the, yeah. and the things like wanting more than you actually deserve or earned. Am I, am I, am I making sense? Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I completely agree. Um, there's a reason that certain girls and even guys base value upon a follower count on Instagram. You know, you would assume a girl that's getting a lot of likes, has a lot of followers, has a lot of dudes in her comments is an attractive girl. By what standard, by what measure, by the opinions of other people? Does that really define beauty? Not in my opinion. So that's why I think that with people, like for example now, I have interacted with a lot of girls over social media, Instagram, Snap, whatever. But for me personally to interact with a girl, I so much prefer to meet the girl out and about potentially in school or at the gym or somewhere else because social media is just such a game and I'm done trying to win the game or play the game with girls on social media because when you're on the phone it's like 
oh, what should I text back? And then you ask two people, should I say this? Should I say this? Well, what would you have said in person? Here yeah. you are analyzing every thought that you're having upon what you would have said. And now you're creating a shell of someone that's not even you. It's not you. Yeah, people are uh, starved for human, real human interaction. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's like it's hard to understand uh, when you're inside of that bubble. Yeah. But when you're, you're on the outside. So I've been dating my girlfriend for three years and four months. I am madly in love with her. Um, and I, I, I hope that God, nothing changes. I don't want it to, and I'm going to work every day. Yes, thank you. Not going. And I hope every day that, um, or I know every day I work, work harder at making sure it remains this way. I love that. Yeah. So I'm on the outside and I can look in and I'm also not in high school anymore. Right. You know? So like, I don't have to worry about this shit. Um, and then I saw your podcast and I was like, okay, this, this is a look at a younger generation and what they value. Mm -hmm. And the observation I wanted to make before that I kind of want to tighten up now is that because of your following and how you got it so quick, it seems as though. People, young people, are valuing this superficial stuff way more than they should. Whereas, you know, when you know when my father was a child, or even when I was like really young, it was like, if I don't build this treehouse, I'm gonna be so angry. Like I was building stuff. It's never like, if I don't talk to this girl, I'm a failure. Whereas now right. it's because, uh, like we talk about social media, that image, your self-image, has such a large, you know, place has put itself in a, a large place in your life and it means so much when it really shouldn't image is power. Right. And I, I want your opinion on this. Cause I, I explained it to my friend, my friend, when he was in high school, he, he, he told to me, Mark, you know, when I was in high school, I girls would think I'm weird. Right. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. And, and listen, my friend, he, he's attractive. He's athletic. He's, fucking really smart whatever he likes to do he gets into it and knows every single part about it mm-hmm. um he's funny like he's he's the man he's great right right and i think what happens right and for any of your listeners i think they they'd benefit from this i think what happens is a lot of both uh boys and girls they feel ugly so my friend felt ugly he felt like he wasn't good looking but he is so it was mm-hmm. self, he was self-conscious, and he spoke to this really, really attractive girl when he was in high school, and because he thought he was ugly, he felt like he had to insert real conversation. Right. And he did a good job at that, but she thought that was weird because she never really had to have a real conversation because in high school, your intellect isn't what's power. It's your image. It's how you look, right? 100%. So his whole life at, or like a large portion of like the next few years after that he felt like he was weird and ugly right meanwhile he's neither neither he's neither so i feel like when you're in high school it's so much of your power comes from how you look but as soon as you leave although maybe a little bit in college too as soon as you leave your power you know your your assets it's your uh, your character it's so much more um i'm not saying image doesn't still play a huge part in power because like look at our presidential elections like that's an image competition right so do you know what i mean you get that listen a lot of kids that peak in high school are in for a rude awakening if they're not going away to a four-year college with their buddies because now you're out your clout meant 
nothing. And like a lot of kids don't realize that. <clears throat> and I say this all the time too. Maybe the reason, I don't know if your friend was a more popular kid. Was he popular or no? I didn't know I would him in imagine. high school. I didn't know him in high school. This was a story about him in high school. I'd, I'd, I'd imagine he was. Like imagine like he had a lot of friends, but yeah. he didn't realize, you know, his his status. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, like the problem is like a lot of girls, and like I see this all the time, will be attracted to a, a certain guy based upon their popularity within school. And they'll they'll overlook even a, even looks like looks matter to to a degree of course you know you have to be sexually attracted to who you're gonna be with but a lot of girls find you could say fame on a small scale level to be very attractive and it's kind of absurd I mean it's just how people are even a, even as guys certain guys find popularity attractive power, yeah yeah it's power especially even just in high school because when you see a girl and he sh- and she has a bunch of girlfriends now you have a piece to show off. Like I'm with her. Everyone knows her. I'm with her or on her end. I'm with him. Everyone knows him. He's a quarterback. He's this, he's that, you know, he's a starting pitcher. So it's like, there is value in that. That's why maybe he felt weird. If he, a lot of guys, if you don't play a sport, if you're not jacked, if you're not this, if you're not that. And we like compare ourselves to so many other people that we are not like you are you like, Mm. you got to compare yourself to yourself and grow as a person for yourself. That's why like, even if you, I don't know if you want to tap into like physical fitness, but even with that, a lot of guys get into physical fitness for the wrong reasons. A lot of guys get into physical fitness for the girls or they get into physical fitness for a certain look because we, because we have things that we take for granted. So you you take your health for granted every yeah. single day. Most people take their health for granted almost every single day. Physical fitness is a great way to keep your body healthy and look good, but people overlook that aspect because they don't care. That's why there's a bunch of teenagers now roided up doing this, doing that just for a certain look to please other people. It's not even to please themselves. And it's unfortunate, but that's huge on TikTok. That's huge on TikTok. Yeah. It's like, I, 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 the way I say is uh, when you're attacking a problem, you can either shoot the flame or the base. And I think a lot of times people shoot the flame and it's like, oh, I got to get ripped. Oh, I got to, um, yeah. I got to own this much, this amount of clout or whatever. Where the base is, how were you raised? Do you have a good relationship with your parents? Yeah. Um, are you do you how often do you read? That's things that aren't on your phone. It's like, do you have an actual like culture, like an individual culture? So, I think when I when I when I found you, the way you're and and I didn't I, I took small sips. I didn't take big gulps of your content. Right. And I think sometimes how it comes off. It's you'll you'll say things like, um, I'm not gonna give a verbatim thing you said, but it sounds like you're saying women are the problem and men are suffering, but that's not what you're saying. Not at all. I think what you're saying for you know, and this is me. I have to say this out loud for myself more than anyone else, is that everyone's kind of their own problem, but they're also paying for the sins of everyone else's problems as well. So, okay, the OnlyFans thing, right? If Women are a part of OnlyFans, even men part of OnlyFans. I don't care. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. I'm allowed, though, to not be attracted to people that do that. Absolutely. I respect the grind. I respect the work. I respect the work ethic. But I don't have to respect the product. I don't have to. Um, because our, because my morals are in a different place. Right, yeah. So but so what the reason why I bring that up, though, is because all these men, all these boys will be like, 
you know, I, all these girls doing OnlyFans, ah, they're so annoying, all these, you know, they're calling, like, whores and stuff. It's like, yeah, but it's it's you that are paying for the OnlyFans. <laughs> so it's like, you're shooting the flames when you should be shooting the base. The base is you, you know? You never really see guys that have, you never see guys that have a lot of girls that are complaining about girls on OnlyFans or whatever else. It's usually guys that are having a bit of a tough time with girls. But, like, going back to just me, uh, not, not, not me attacking women, rather me pointing out, like, oh, this is what girls are doing. My message is for the guys to level up because we know how the majority of girls, especially at a certain age group, are going to behave. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be, I guess, baller in a sense, and you want to, like, get looked at as a prize by a woman especially nowadays, which is getting harder and harder because we're becoming less masculine men and women are becoming increasingly masculine, in my opinion, you have to boss up and you have to go against the grain of what everyone else is doing and build your own narrative. I'm not saying you have to be this hyper-masculine man. No, like, no, I disagree with that. Like you were saying before, actually, no, I'm not going to get into that. That was off camera, but... like, well, I, I, Whatever it was, was I, I'm probably okay with saying. You were saying... Uh, you were saying... Um, you were saying there's less of a need for men to be yeah, hyper-masculine yeah. because we're getting into less war and everything like that, and that's a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, of course, I agree with that, but women are attracted to men for their masculine characteristics. That's how it's always been, the same way we're attracted to women for their female characteristics. It's kind of hard to untrain that. I mean... Now, let me let me start real quick. I, I just want to be careful not to generalize because it's not always true. No, it's not I, always I, true. I would say most of the time in... in you know, the range at what we've been perceiving is very small. Like, we don't see everything, but what we've seen, I think we could agree, yeah, most of the time that's true, but it's not the general truth, you know? I think it's safe to generalize to say that the majority of women would prefer a more masculine man. If you use the word majority, yes. Because if you you use use the word all or you just say women want, no, you can say most women want, then I could, I get it. Because I I know women that they, they want more feminine men or they want to date girls, you know? So it's yeah. like, there is, there is a, there is a, a, a slight difference, but otherwise I, yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah. There's going to be that group always. And I just speak on your average, mm. your average schmo, you could say that is trying to build themselves up in a positive way for themselves. So that's kind of, so let's talk about some, well, hmm. cause you're, your brand is like trying to get, you know, men to the to the next to be confident w- with themselves, Craig. What is? Let me see it. Let me see it. <laughs> I have the hoodie with me, actually. Don't be a cuck, bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Of course. Yes. Yeah, it was in camera. I'm for sure it was in camera. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just the the brand. That's a little funny thing. Someone got. That. Well, so if that's your like your whole thing, it's like like come on, guys, right? I'd say. If we're talking about like men's health and wellness, even if, even if it's like mental, right? Because obviously you're not a woman, so you can't really like no. give an opinion as a woman, right? So if you're a man, I feel like the n- the next step after that would, or even before, like I feel like the people you're talking to are lost. I feel like they need to break it. I you for you to comp- accomplish your goal is to have zero subscribers. If you had zero subscribers, you would have won yes. the game. Yeah, that's that's what your goal yeah, should be. Because the more people that are going to follow me and subscribe to my channel and check me out are increasingly having this problem. My goal, obviously not my personal goal, would be for no one to watch my content. But 
I guess you could say the closer I get to no one yeah. watching my content, the the better it is. But when I say don't be a cuck and like like funny stuff like that, it's not a matter of practicing emotional avoidance because I get those comments all the time. In my opinion, saying s- something even as stupid as don't be a cuck is bringing your emotions to the front of your mind because there's a bunch of girls that, and I, again, you could say I'm generalizing, but there's a lot of guys that get into problems and they get walked on and they got, and they get, you, you could say put on a leash by a girl and they really don't know what to do. They don't know how to get out of it. Cause they've been, they've been getting treated like that for such a prolonged period of time. Yeah. It's almost like stand up for yourself. Like just because she's a girl and she may cry or whatever else doesn't mean you can't stand up to how you feel at the end of the day, you as a man can say, and feel how you want. Be respectful to your partner, but if you're going to have a successful, long-lasting relationship, like you said, you've been in a relationship for three years. I'm sure things have come up and talked things out and Actually, whatever. Actually, no. We've been pretty... I've got really lucky, guys. I got really lucky. Yeah? I, she's like my best friend. That's that's amazing. Yeah. But but what I'm saying is like, if things need to be talked out... No, it, absolutely. It needs absolutely. to happen. It needs absolutely. to happen. Like, I even see that with my parents. I see that with a bunch of other people. If, if there's a problem that's occurring and you... Practice emotional avoidance, or maybe it'll blow over. Maybe I'll just ignore it. I like, understand. nah, you gotta, gotta talk it out. I understand. You know, let me go back then, because her name's Amanda. Amanda and I, ha- we are madly in love, and you know, I can't get enough of her. Um, and we've never yelled at each other. We never had like an argument, right, like that. However, I I take it's very. Um, I think it's a problem I had with you. Is the same problem I had with myself. Okay, is I sound very pompous. I sound like. The like shit. I'm up, yeah. Like yeah. I sound like, and I don't do it on purpose, right? So when I say this, you know, don't you know, crucify me. But I take a lot of pride in the way you know I speak to my girlfriend, and I I like I like problem solving. I like figuring figuring things out, and we have both made each other stronger. Yeah. I feel like sometimes when people listen to. How would you, if you had a genre, what would your genre be? So I don't have to stop like explaining it every time I mention it. What would your genre be? Men boosting their value. So not only with relationships, just as human beings. So when people listen to content about uh, men boosting their value, I feel like they develop a pompous attitude because Mm. what happens if, what happens when I, if I were to be told, if I had to put myself back in the shoes of like being 12 or 14 or something and somebody's telling me, um, by the way, 12, 14, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. I don't have any experience doing anything. And, and I have my, <laughs> I don't know what the hell is going on. And so for some reason, I think that I need to listen to a guy on how to get girls. Bro, I, I just learned how to stand up and pee. That's not true. <laughs> but so... I feel like if, if the the younger you are, especially when you or, or the more lonely you feel, perhaps or the less uh, confident you have, when you start listening to people that are talking about uh, men uh, reclaiming like their manhood, even though they never had manhood really to begin with, when they're trying to reclaim their manhood, they they start thinking, you know, what? he's right. I've always been great, and I got to start acting like I'm great. Odds are you've never been great. You are, you're probably not that good. Work on yourself we start, before you start saying, I've always been great and everyone else is the problem. Yeah, no, that's I, not my message at yeah, all. Yeah, no, not at all, right? So I'm, I don't think that's what you're trying to do, but my problem with the content, and it's not your fault, I, I know that. The pro- my problem with the content is that people will think that, and I've seen it happen. Yeah. And, and I've, when I was younger, like I was in middle school, I've, I, I, I was starting to adopt this, this sense, and I was like, stop it. 
stop it. What, you, what am I doing? Right. You know, I had I had an amazing mother, an amazing father. I'm I'm in the middle of two sisters. I've, I've lived around women my whole life. They've been they've been great to me. Um, I you know I, I'll do whatever I can for them when they need me to. Right. I just told my little sister I'd walk to California and rescue you if I had to. Like that's where she lives or whatever. So, I think the the people that you talk to or that you don't actually see, right? It's not that you're telling them the wrong things. Is that they're taking it the wrong way? That's what I meant by detriment before. You understand? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can understand that. I yeah. can understand that. Like, like people, like people interpreting my message the wrong way. Yes, exactly. So that brings me to the to the next thing is that because you exist at all, like your content exists at all, you know, shows that there's a big problem. And I think men's biggest problem, and I think you try to point this out, is themselves. Is yeah. they, they got to get over themselves. But your content sometimes taken by the wrong person, and I'm kind of trying to tell people not to take it this way. I'm not calling you out. No, I'm telling people not. Whatever to, you feel. I like care. sometimes, and not just your your content specifically, but a lot of people that have content like this, it sounds like they're hating on women. Women have their own problems, of course, but you only have one perspective. You only have yeah. you've only lived one life, and I and I just don't want young boys to start thinking. Women are the problem. They need to start realizing they're the problem. You know, you know, read philosophy, talk to your father, go for a walk, you know, learn how to like swim, like, you know, four Olympic laps, you know, just do something. Stop festering. Like a woman, a woman can be a problem, but it's up to you to eliminate said problem. So it's at the end of the day, everything is up to you. That's how I see Mm -hmm. it. And like you were saying, people interpreting my, my content the wrong way. You know what? In this game of social media, I, I hate to say that's a goal of mine, but I could care less. If you can, he can interpret my content however he wants. She can interpret my content however they want because at the end of the day, a hate comment, in my opinion, I don't know if we should have the same opinion, a hate comment is a comment. And on social media, for the most part, I don't want to say all popularity is good popularity, especially in cancel culture, but the kind of popularity that I've gained, I've seen – exponentially more good comments and people agreeing with me than I have seen hate or negative comments. You know what I mean? And obviously I'm going to be as unfiltered as I can for the criteria. Obviously I don't want to get shadow banned, et cetera, but it's just, I have to, I I want to be as raw and as honest as I possibly can be because I think people are going to pick up on that. I feel like if I'm lying about how I truly feel on camera, they're going to be like, that's not you. Like it doesn't seem like you're telling the God's honest truth. And I try to always keep it, as honest as I possibly can, even though everything's on film and, you know, I got to take that to the grave, but it is what it is. It's, it's how I feel. Mm. No. Yeah. Uh, being, uh, honest, being genuine. That's, that's, that's what's most important. Um, but then of course taking criticism, merit based criticism is important. You know, you know what I mean by say that it's like people will criticize you and judge you because they're angry. You don't listen to that. You yeah. listen to people that have like actual merit to what they're saying. Right. If you can listen to merit based judgments, um, and be genuine at the same time, I think you'll win, right? Golden. Oh, yeah. So now that we've kind of gone over that whole the whole thing, right? Yes. Where it's like your content, what does it mean? Is it is it real? Is it like, do like, how do you feel about it? What about, you know, people taking the wrong way? I'm, I want to get more personal. I know you said you spoke to your friend and you gave these opinions and you were like, oh, you know what? This would be really good. I could, I should start like putting this on social media. And yeah. it ended up working out for you. What 
personal experiences have you had that made you think these things? <laughs> I'm not going to name drop because mm-hmm. I feel uncomfortable doing that, even just for the person. I don't want to make them uncomfortable. But I've been in multiple relationships. I've gotten to meet and have experiences for my age group with, I don't want to say a lot more girls than the average kid per my age group, but a good amount of girls. So mm-hmm. I've kind of been able to see what's out there. And I know for me, right off the bat, what I could filter out, boom, I don't need you. Or, or I want to pursue you. I'm not the kind of guy that's going to always play this game of I'm hard to get, I'm this, I'm that. This is how it's going to go every... No, if I think that you're a good girl and I appreciate your company and you're adding something to my life, even if I just feel a certain way around you, I'm going to pursue you. Of course, that's how I am. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to say like, like I'm a lovey kid. Like, like, and I think there's nothing wrong with that. Like I I would much rather seek a relationship than quick play. That's not the kind of kid that I am, but I'm also not portraying that message. But as far as my experience goes, when I used to be more simp, you could say, mm-hmm. more over the top, always buying something for a girl, always going out of my way to be, how can I say, like, what's the right word? Always always going out of my way to try to be the the perfect role model guy that someone's mother would be in love with. I, nine times out of 10, well, in my, in my experience, 10 times out of 10, I got walked on by the girl and they didn't appreciate me truly for who I was. And they were always seeking something more exciting or someone more popular or something more interesting. It was like, they never fully seemed to be interested in me for me. And I never changed who I was in the sense of trying to get more popular, trying to do this, trying to do that. I just started leveling my life up. That's why I talk high value. I don't want people to become, you know, can I curse? I'm not going to curse. I curse like three times already. I don't want people to be assholes. Like I, like I say, Girls don't like yeah. nice guys, but when I say nice guy, I mean simp nice guy. You could be a nice guy and know what you need for your life and what you're seeking in a partner. You don't need to be a jerk to get a girl, you know? I don't treat girls like jerks. Like, I I really have never done that. I've always been a nice guy to the girls that I've been with, even when I started leveling myself up. But I kind of have picked up on what the majority of girls like, what has been working for me, what has been working for my friends, what am I watching work for other people, even just outside of my friend group. How did that guy pull that girl? What is he doing different? So I kind of had all those thoughts in my head, started implementing small things into my life. And I've been, I've been successful with girls. Like I, there hasn't really been a girl that I've like wanted and been like, Oh, like I really want to get with that girl that I haven't had the courage to pursue. It's not a matter of winning 10 times out of 10 for me because I still, everyone is going to shoot their shot and take an L with the girl. You know, like mm. it's still, it's going to happen to anyone. I don't care if you're the rock Trump, like it doesn't matter. Like you could still miss your shot with a girl, but I've got myself to the point where I'm much more courageous in the sense of if I like someone, I'm no longer afraid to go approach or, Hey, what's your name? How have you been? Where do you go to school? Like just start a conversation. You know, so many people, thanks to these can't even do that anymore. And that's a big message that I try to push, you know? So why, why is it that, you know, being with women, being with girls or being in relationships has become such a large part of your life. Like, why is that? Why have you focused on that being very important to you? Well, I'm not trying to bash it. No, no, not at all. So basically as, as terrible as this sounds, just because I know how social media is and I know the message that, the majority is going to want to hear. Am I crazy passionate about 
talking about girls every second of every day? Not really. Do I enjoy it? Yes. Like I like shedding light on the situation, but my channel right now, high value LDP talking about girls, having girls on the podcast is the start. Um, the goal for my channel is to be an everything channel. It's just going to be a, it's, it's going to be more of a day in the life channel. I'm going to implement podcasts. I'm going to implement pranks. I'm going to implement everything. So you're going to see everything in my life, but this is kind of just a start. It's not, this is not the future of everything that's going to go on on this channel. It's going to be, it's, that's kind of just one pillar. There's multiple things that are going to be coming in and out of the channel. So, um, I guess I just started it because I thought that I had, you know, good information and whatever my friends generally tended, whatever my friends did that I was telling them, you know, maybe do this, maybe this will work for you. It was kind of working in the sense of the, the push pull with the girls was starting to become better where the girl was pushing more to see them when the guy was pulling back a little bit more. I don't need you so much. And they were coming back like, Oh wait, why don't you need it? So I was helping my friends in that sense and it was working for them. And they were like, Oh, like you should tell more guys about this. This is cool. Like I never thought this way. And you know, that's another aspect of it. So that's kind of why I started the way I did. Yeah, because I know, I mean, I always remember I was in middle school and um, I, didn't, I didn't have my like first girlfriend until I was, I think, in 17, um, like your age. Um, right. But I was in high school, no, sorry, middle school, we were in the auditorium and you know how like the schools have like police officers and they just like roam around the school. Remember this? Uh, cop was saying, "You guys got to stop trying. You guys are fourteen. Stop trying to date people." And I, and looking back, I'm like, "She was kind of right." I'm like, why do I why did I care so much? Yeah. And I don't even think it was you that cared. It was probably your thoughts on the opinions of other people that was swaying your thought. You know, like what yeah. are other people gonna think? Am I a loser because I don't have a girl? You know, that's how a lot of guys think. Well, so for me personally, it was never. Other people are going to think I'm stupid for not having a girlfriend. I I was, I guess, the way you were before you had a bad experience. The only difference is I never changed. I was always shiver—I shiver, can never pronounce that word. I, I always treated women the way, like, a knight in shining armor would. I always wanted to. I was—that's what I wanted to do. Um, I had a very good relationship with my mother, and, you know, I, I think that helped a lot. And I think my father's an amazing man, and that helped a lot. Um— so, I never wanted to date a girl because I wanted to have that status or that like, look at me, I'm 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 dating someone when my other like fifty classmates aren't. Like I, I wanted to date someone because I genuinely felt like a love, and I think a lot of people feel that same way. And I remember watching West Side Story that recently came out, and my friend was saying like, why do like people make such a big deal about young love? And the reason is is because the first time you've ever loved is the strongest I think you'll ever really feel it. Even if you end up getting married and dying with someone later on. I think the first time you experience an emotion is the strongest. So it's when you're young, when you're young, the first time you experience that emotion or you start to experience it, even if you don't act upon it, that is young love and that's why it's so beautiful. It's because it's so potent. So I always felt that way. And even after I dated someone and she actually ended up cheating on me, um, it was horrible. But even after that, I never changed my the way I went about women. I always treated them like I, I need to give them the world. And that ended up working for me. But I also surrounded myself with good women. I'm sorry to cut you off. You had no trust issues after that happened? No. No, I didn't. Because I 
it was a it was it was really bad. Like I'm not gonna say it's the worst thing in the world, but I no, re- it's a shitty feeling. I mean, yeah. for, for a, a lot of guys are gonna experience a girl cheating on them at some point in their life. I'm sorry to say it. Yeah. You know, it's not only guys that cheat. Yeah, no, that's a, yeah, that's a oh no, of, of course, a not. lot of, course of girls not. are gonna end up cheating. So that's obviously a shitty feeling, especially when it's the first girl you've loved. Mm. It's a different kind of pain. A breakup is bad enough with the first girl you've loved. When the first girl you've loved cheats on you, that's a new kind of low that you feel. And it, it really it, it puts you in a bad mental spot for a while. And it could sway your opinion on how you're going to treat a girl, what you're going to do next time. But I think changing based upon one experience is probably not a good idea. Yeah, Probably going out and leveling yourself up and then you know having the knowingness that you will attract the right person is, however, a positive thing to do. You know, I think staying in that dark, negative state, oh, why did she do this? What? Like, I think that's more detrimental than leveling yourself up. That's my opinion. But it, It's also, um, it's hard to really, and I know I'm in the minority when I say this. I don't date the day I date to marry. I've, oh. I've, I've always felt that way. Um, I have always told people that, and people are like, oh, they'd scoff, right? Which is fine. You can do whatever you want, but... I think the reason why people have a problem with finding significant others is because they haven't completed building themselves up yet, which is fine. You know, I wasn't a complete person when I when I met Amanda, and I'm still not a complete person. But the reason why it works is because we complete each other. Right. And that's what it is. It's the completion of each other. It's because although some people like being alone, no one was meant to be alone. And whether it's through friendship, like asexual friendship, or if it's um, r- romantic, you know, relationships, I think that people need camaraderie. Oh, 100%. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. But that's why so many people that either don't have a lover or don't have a lot of friends seek the social scenario so much because they're depressed because it's human instinct to want to be part of a pact or a clan or whatever else. So it's sad when you see a lot of people come out and say, have that lone wolf mentality. You don't need anybody. You could do this solo. You could, like... No one could do it alone. No No one could do it alone. That's bullshit. Like... Yeah. You grow with other people. Like it's what would I, what would I be doing without my brother behind the scenes? Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. It's yeah. that's like like that, and that's just on a small scale. But larger scale, like there's nothing wrong with people that have a lot of friends or or want to go interact with a lot of people. That's human nature. So that narrative of be the lone wolf, be this, be that, that's not in human nature. So it and, doesn't need to be and it's that. That way. that that. Uh, vibe that drives me crazy that vibe comes off of the high value men stuff though that lone wolf that it comes off no i I so i fuck me bro who gives a shit right (laughs) but if if i had any say i think identifying problems is one thing but fixing them is another you can say bro this is this is what you're doing wrong you should try to fix that yeah thank you Uh, you're right but this is what you, this is how how do I fix it? What do, how do I do this? You know, come on, Luke. Right. So when I see people that are, oh, I was recently asked a question. Someone said it, it was actually on Reddit, and they and they said very close to home for your content. They said, guys, I want to be able to talk at parties. I want to be able to like feel like I know what I'm talking about and feel confident. And I told them, start reading philosophy. Mm. You don't have to actually know what you're talking about. 
Because if you have an opinion and you can actually study your own opinion, that's philosophy. Yeah. As soon as you start experimenting with your own thoughts. That's, so philosophy, for any of you that wants to like a better you know, grasp on yourself and how you think and how you feel about the world, read that stuff. So that's fixing the problem, right? Whereas if someone says, if I see my friend that doesn't know how to talk about it, I'm like, bro, you got you to gotta step it up. That does nothing. It doesn't. It does nothing. It doesn't. It doesn't. I'm actually, I'm an avid reader myself as of recent, as of the last six months. I never used to be a reader. But what I came to the conclusion of, I think the main reason that I didn't like reading was because of what I heard everybody else in my circle saying about reading. Nerds read. Reading is weird. I can't believe that was an Why actual you, thing. Did they actually say that? Not not specifically nerds read, but how many, but in conversations with my friend, if even a book came up, like for example, summer reading, uh, fuck that. I don't read. Yeah. Reading is bullshit. Reading is this. And it's kind of that mindset that then I was like, oh yeah, reading is boring. Why do I need to read a book? How is that going to change my life in any way? Then I started reading. I read the power of now. I read the power of your subconscious mind. I read average sucks by Michael Burnoff. I read, uh, oh, what was that other book that I read just recently? The get either I think it was like the get big manifesto. I'm not sure. I'm it not was sure. a good book, but I start reading and I'm like, oh crap! Like there's like there's good stuff to understand and to like actually yeah. comprehend in a book, and it's not that hard to pick up a book for thirty minutes a day before you go to bed. You know, yeah. you shouldn't be getting blue light before you go to bed anyway. Read a book thirty minutes before you go to bed, you'll sleep like a baby. Like it's, how often do you talk about that kind of stuff on your content though? It's. If my brother's behind the scenes, it's coming. Everything, like like a bunch of stuff is filmed. That's why all the high-value podcast stuff is done. But the series, I don't want to say it's coming to a close because I'll probably do like another season of it. But I'm thinking season one is probably going to be like 20 episodes and we're kind of approaching that point. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to come in with a bunch of solo content about just my life. And it's going to be, that's why I'm changing kind of the concept of my channel to yeah. everything LDP. So everything Luke Del Priori, everything my life. So it's going to be a, it's going to be showing everything. It's going to be showing me going to the gym, me reading, me cooking, like everything. So it's going to be a totally different setting and scenario. And that's like where the yeah. quote unquote high value part comes in. Yeah. Cause as, as, as long as you're, you know, cause identifying the problem, like I said, does nothing. It, it, you gotta, you gotta actually fix the problem. Um, I, th I think that's, that that on its own is is a problem that people identify, but they don't know how to fix it. And when when I keep talking about how I had a great mother and a great father, I think being raised by, I say this a lot. The only way to raise a better future is to raise better children. Yeah. And I don't want to say parents have failed because it sounds like they did it on purpose, kind of. But I think parents are having a, a a not as much opportunity to raise their kids the way they they'd like to. So. With that being kind of true, sometimes Prob probably also partially because of these, you know. Yeah, no, yeah. So with with that possibly being true, where where parents are having a harder time raising their children to be the way that you know they'd like them to be, and they're they're relying on their schools and like daycares and like maybe their their parents, you know, the children's grandparents, whatever it is. You're gonna get a lot of people coming out of adolescence, not really knowing, you know, how to be a functioning adult, and that's it's even scarier knowing that that's a lot of countries experience that but it's r really bad in, in america obviously i mean we all talk about it we all know it yeah so it's like the, we if we're gonna fix that we gotta raise better children and i'm not asking you to raise people right i'm <laughs> not asking myself however 
identifying the problem alone does nothing. Fixing the problem does everything. So if right. you're coming out with, with other content where you're going to actually, you know, genuinely talk about it, maybe even script it a little bit, you know, actually yeah, write yeah, them, yeah. You know, I, I, I could definitely respect that. You know, I could definitely respect that. Now, I know what you're doing right now. It, it gets a lot of views. It gets a, it gets, um, a lot of subs. It, I don't know if you make money off of this yet. Like, it gets you, yeah. it gets you what, it, it's a great start. It's, 100%. It's a great start, and, and it's, it's very. It's a foot in the door. Yeah, it's it's like it's like very clickbaity too, right? It's like that. It's just naturally clickbaity. So that's awesome. And I think if you have that ten thousand fo- uh, subscribers right now, and you've got X amount on whatever on TikTok and Instagram, whatever it is, I think if you have that, and then like sneak in some actual like, oh, yeah. and this is how you fucking fix it, you idiots. Yeah. Then I could fucking re- I could respect that ha- yeah. absolutely. I I can't wait to see that if that's the case. Yeah. No, it's coming. It's all coming within. The month. I'm actually filming a day in the life of my friend Sean this Sunday. So that's going to be coming out at some point next week. So excited for that too. So let's talk about content then, right? So you, you said you're having a lot of shit coming out. You already, you, what do you have, like 17 podcasts we have? I don't know. What are we at? 16? 18. 18. Episodes, I was why. close. Yeah. I was close. When did you post that? I believe it was yesterday. The last episode just went Oh, on. that's probably why I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yesterday. Okay. So. I want to talk about content because the, the you know obviously the first thing I caught my eye was like how the fuck is this guy got ten thousand mm-hmm. in one month right and it's and we just went over the whole thing it's because you know it's naturally clickbaity you've got you know pretty girls on it you've got like um, content that a lot of children a lot of high schoolers and middle schoolers are like how the f- how do I fi- how do I fix this how do I go about doing this yeah so it 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 gets a lot of attention um, and. It gets me so I don't want to use it angry because I'm not like angry at you. It's so annoying, right? Because you had to talk about all that shit, all the this is the this is the problem. You had to be really gimmicky yeah. before you actually started fixing these problems, you oh, know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um and I'm not saying what you have done already doesn't fix problems, but you had to be clickbaited before you could be more genuine. You understand what I'm saying? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And like I don't even want to, I'm sorry if this takes us a little bit off topic. Go for it. But if you are a kid in high school or middle school or however old you are Mm -hmm. that is watching this right now and you're thinking about starting up a social media and you're too scared of what your friends are going to think of you or if it's potentially going to fail or whatever else, just start. Like literally just start because you have no idea the amount of, quote-unquote backlash that I got myself from starting a podcast as a high school kid, whether it was the opinions of other dudes, you know, people looking at you differently in the hallway because now your name is in everyone's mouth. Everyone, oh, did you watch that? Did you watch that? Did you watch that? So now everyone's talking about you. There's almost something, I hate to say it, but rewarding in feeling that way because it's like, you know what? I'm doing something different than everybody else is and – it's not a matter of being a lone wolf, but it's a matter of I'm also not scared to Self-starter. stand out from what everyone else is going to do. Yeah, I uh, preach. I don't vape. I don't drink. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with vaping or drinking or smoking or whatever. Whatever someone wants to do to, I just don't need it. For me, I don't need it. I don't want it. I've used it all in the past, and it's done nothing but I have a very addictive personality. Really? Very. Extremely. So that's why I'm one of those people that when I started 
vaping when I was younger. It was one of those things that started consuming when my life. When did you start? When did you, when, when was that? As a freshman in high school. Was you like 14, 15? Probably 14. 14? Yeah, 14. Jeez. Quit when I was 16. I've been off of it for over a year at this point. And it was one of those things that for those two years literally consumed my life. I was like obsessed with smoking. I started doing Jeez. poorly in school. I started doing, it wasn't me. And I like, I became so infatuated with it in a way because all the quote unquote cooler kids were doing it. And I never even wanted to do it. And I saw so many. Can other... I ask you a question? Can I ask yeah. A question? Yeah. Was it that that was like, the cooler kids are doing it like that's what like people were saying or just appeared that way. It just appeared that way because everyone was doing it. And and then people were like, Oh, do you want to hit? And it almost felt like I was the outcast for saying, no, I don't want to. I like, like, I just don't like, I don't, I don't need it or I don't like it. Cause I just yeah. didn't, I didn't want to stand out from everyone else. I kind of just wanted to be like one of them, you could say. And that's where like, I started really analyzing everything um, over COVID. And I started just like really like looking into like what I was doing. And I was like, that's not like Luke, that's not you. Like, wake up. Like, it's not you. Like, you're not going to become, yeah, yeah. I don't hate to say you're not going to become successful this way, but you're probably not going to become, not gonna help. you're probably not going to become successful this way. Yeah. Who fucking cares what she's going to think or he's going to yeah. think? It doesn't matter. Like, that's what, that's what was kind of like consuming me because when you are younger in high school, middle school, like the opinions of others and like, not so, not so much the opinions of others, but pleasing others is like such a big thing. It's a good way to put it. Because you want to have like so many friends, and you want to like have this, and you want to have that. It's good to build a healthy circle of friends. You know, a good girl. You know, whatever else you you want in your group, but make sure that it's stuff that you want to be doing. Don't go out and drink on a Saturday because all your boys are going out and drinking on a Saturday. Maybe go out and have a couple of drinks as a reward because you won the week. You had a good week. You did good at work. You you went to the gym five days in a row. You did what you wanted to do. Now I can reward myself by going out and having a drink. You know, a lot of guys don't really think that way. They just think, oh, Friday, I want to get fucked up with the boys. Saturday, I want to get, you know, like a lot of guys have that mindset because they don't really care. They're privileged and they don't care. I'm extremely privileged myself. I have a great dad, great mom. I come from a good Italian family. They've taken care of me and my brother our whole lives. I, there's nothing more I could ask for from my parents. Who am I to throw that down the drain? Yeah. Who am I to throw that down the drain? I understand there's people starving right now. There's people getting fucking blown up. It's not, why would I not take advantage of what I've been dealt? I've been dealt a pretty good set of cards. I'm, who am I to piss it away? You know what I mean? So that's how I see it. It's just, it's the other thing is that people don't realize what they have. And that's not, that's not a jab to anyone. It's just genuinely people don't realize it um it's hard to if this is if this life that's your base layer your baseline yeah um you feel like this is your zero but yeah. if you look behind you're like oh shit i got a lot better um so it is hard to see where you're at in life without looking back yeah but people are so fo so focused on uh looking forward that they can't really get gain any perspective um yeah it's I, I, I everything you've been saying, I, I, I agree with. I agree with everything you're saying. And, um, you know, it makes me excited to see, you know, what else comes out of, you know, your content, hoping that, you know, people actually get into it. And with the thing with the content, though, people, we were talking a little bit before we started recording, 
and we were talking about that that Logan Paul situation where that kid snuck behind snuck on stage and tried to ask Logan Paul for a job. For a job, yeah. <clears throat> what a tragedy. That kid's twenty two years old. He, he lost a, a six figure job, right? He actually got it back, I'm pretty sure. But um yeah, he quit his six figure job, made a hundred thousand a year at twenty two years old, which is basically unheard of unless you have like some serious like nepotism like connections and stuff, right? Who's making a hundred thousand as a twenty two year old? Unless no you one. entered an amazing trade and Exactly. Well, even trade what? school you have to work so hard to get to a hundred grand. I mean, like it's 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 not it's not That's simple. no joke. No one's making a hundred grand I don't want to say no one because obviously someone but Nah, the majority of people yeah. are not making... And the thing is, is that we are being born in a world, or at least in a, in a country, that values the wrong things. We are valuing... It's my opinion, man. Uh, and I'm not really saying it to you. I'm saying to everyone else. Is that it's, it's my opinion. That we are, we're valuing the wrong things. And what's even worse about it is there's nowhere to escape to, right? It's like... This is this is an overblown analogy, and I really shouldn't be using this. But let's say our country goes into like a civil war, right? Yes, we have to fight because there's nowhere else to run. Back then, two hundred years ago, the place to run was the United States. There's nowhere else to run anymore. So when we're talking about like culture, when we're talking about like people um, not feeling like you know they weren't raised with correct values, or the schools don't teach you like what to value and how to value it, or, or the right things, or no, no matter where you go, you feel like you're kind of being there's a piece of your humanity that's being left out by the society you were born in. Yeah. There's nowhere to escape to. So we have to, and this sounds so culty when I say we, but we have to, like, take that back. When I say we, I mean, like, individually. We're, all, we're, we're not starting something. Yeah, we're not, I'm, I'm, like, not starting anything with anybody. I think everyone's going to have different values. But if you don't respect what you value and try to build it up, you're not going to get it. Because I know, you know, some women want to be CEOs. Some women want to be mothers. Yeah. Do what you fucking want. Some men want to, you know, same thing, be CEOs, be fathers, or, you know, they want to uh, be an athlete, or they just want to, you know, be an arborist and chop down trees. I don't fucking know. But do do you, do you want, don't let, like you were saying, anyone else deter you from doing that because of the way they perceive it, you know? Yeah, 100%. Actually value... What you what actually want to do. Yeah, we want to do what you actually want to do. Exactly. Like, it's sad. Like, a lot of people, like, and when you go back to, like, schooling, you'll see a lot of kids, like, not doing good in school, and you, like, immediately put a stigma on that kid. Like, oh, he's going to be a failure. Yeah. It's not like that. Not everyone makes a career off of what they learned in pre-calc. Or, yeah, no or in honors right. anatomy and physiology. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's not always going to work out that way. No. That kid could drop out of high school, learn a trade, and make more money than you ever make at your desk job. And I'm not saying that to hate on people that want to work that kind of job, but I'm just saying you can become a lawyer, a doctor, a nurse, whatever, all yeah. jobs that need a certain amount of schooling, certain criteria. But there's a million different things that go on behind the scenes that you would have no idea how to do if certain people didn't drop out of high school and learn how to do them. And not only drop out of high school, but... Go to a trade school and learn how to do them, you know? Yeah. You can't be good at everything. So I don't see, mm. like, I don't see kids, like, not doing good in school and failing in school, like, as kids that are immediately going to become failures in life. Like, it's not like that. It's really not like that, especially if your priorities are in the right place. I don't see it being that way at all. I think it just shows that there's a lack of interest in a certain thing. You know, you can't not, like, you can't be disinterested in everything. Eventually, you're going to find something that you take interest in and... That's what you 
that's what you got to pursue. That's how I see it. So I was thinking about that today, actually. <clears throat> There's a movie called uh, Mr. Nobody. Pardon me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. There's a movie called Mr. Nobody, and it talks about the uh, philosophy of choice and like chaos and how when you make one choice. It changes the course of your entire life. Yeah. And there's a scene in that movie I always reference where imagine you're a little boy. You're maybe like six years old, and you're walking to a, 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 a fair. Your mother says to you, and you go into this tent, and there's a tent, and there's 100 tables. And on every table, there's 100 desserts. Each one is different. Your mother says to you, you can choose one. And you don't want to. The reason why you don't want to choose, because as soon as you choose, you've officially limited yourself. Yeah. It's... Action is not hard. Choices, right? As soon as you choose, you can do anything, right? Yeah. So, if I had to tell somebody, right, you know how to how to move forward, you know, with stuff when you're like you're trying to figure out life, when you're trying to figure out, you know, what to do, how to do it. Choice is scary, and I'm 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 suffering big time from that. I mean, oh. like, look. It's I'm, like, I'm playing with a with a goddamn video camera right now. Like, <laughs> I'm not. I what I don't. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I do know. I'm doing something wrong, so I gotta fix it, right? So it, it it's choice. Once you can make the choice, then you're golden. It's the choice that's hard. That, that's that's what you were saying a little bit. A lot of people fall into that trap of analysis and paralysis. So they'll analyze all these different things, and then they'll get so caught up. Yeah. And unfortunately, analysis and paralysis is so profound because of what we have going on on social media. You go on TikTok. You see 18-year-old millionaire, 20-year-old millionaire, learned Amazon FBA, learned crypto, learned foreign exchange, learned real estate, or all these different things. And then you're like, oh, my God, what do I learn? Why am I not this big? You try, like, going down a bunch of different rabbit holes, and then you, oh, you're disinterested in all these things. And it's hard to stay motivated to even learn them because you don't actually like them. Your riches don't need to come young. It's not like that. Your riches don't ever, financial riches, I say, don't even really need to ever come at all if that's not a main goal of yours. It's just we've got so used to comparing ourselves to other people and what is he doing? How old is he? How did he, how, why is he making that much money and I'm not? So that's like, it's, it's sad. And it's happened to me. Like even last year I got into a massive, like me and my brother were trying to learn some like different foreign exchange things we were analyzing candlestick charts and doing all this different kind of work, Fibonacci retracements, like all this crap. We were like, over, not crap. No, I get it. I get it. We were overloading our minds with information. And one day we were just having the conversation. Like, are we really interested in this? Yeah, why are we doing L- this? Why are we doing this? Like, like let's pursue what we actually enjoy. Like let's make money doing something that we both love. And then one day we'll have a certain, we'll, we'll have a certain chunk of change saved up that we could hire someone to do this for us. There's people that love. Why don't you come sit down? Yeah, yeah. you want to come? Why don't you come sit down? They're like, we're gonna we're gonna take a a, a quick pause, everyone. All right, we're back, everybody. Sorry about that. Um, so yeah, what were we gonna say? Um, what were we talking about? What were we talking about? But well, first off, this is Dario. This is the man. This is the man behind the curtain. Who's who's behind the curtain? This like everything that obviously I do is impossible without this kid. He's a very talented musician, 18 years old, extremely hardworking. So. Dario's the man. Dario, that's right. We were talking about Forex and how, like, that's just not our passions. Yeah. We were trying to tap into it, but, like, there's people out there that study that for a living. Because they love it. Exactly. Like, they love it. Like, it just wasn't, it's not for me. Like, there's a lot, some people are more geared to use the left side of their brain. Some people are more geared to use the right side of their brain. And, like, interests are subjective. And, like, that's completely okay. Like, some people, 
And unfortunately, some people enter jobs or trades that they really don't want to do just for money. And they have to do that to provide for themselves or a family or whatever else. That's why I think it's so important for young kids, like kids my age or your age or your age to like really like tap what we want to do and work hard while we're young so we can like make it a reality as we're yeah, older. Yeah. Like, like I have so many friends that are like, oh, I would love to be on social media. You're doing nothing. Like you're doing nothing to actively actually show me that you want to try and you actually want to start. And it could sound selfish or it could sound like I'm being a dick, but I don't care because it's like you're not actively showing that you really want to do that. You're just kind of throwing it out there. I've said, I'll help you. I'll, I'll tell you what's worked for me. This kid will help you. I'll, we'll get other people to talk to you to try to get... Yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah. gotta. So how gotta much? How it. much would you attribute attribute uh to your guys' success of how, how much luck would you attribute to your success like so far at least? Honestly, zero because not really because not a lot of people know because not I don't I really don't believe in luck. Hold on, hold on, hold on, because because a month in and you got this much. It. Well, I don't mean luck as in the planets aligned. I mean like mm. you right place, right time is what I'm saying. You know, I don't I don't mean that. You you prayed about it and and God gave it to you. I meant that you had a subject, mm -hmm. and it just so happens that a lot of people right now are experiencing the problems that you guys are talking about, and you're using a social media app that pushes that kind of stuff. I think the the not the plan the plan is in line, but the circumstances definitely did. I think that's kind of lucky. I guess yeah, you could say the circumstances did align, but. Not a lot of people know like how much work me and him put in oh, come to, on, so, come on, yeah. to, to so many other things before we even started this. Mm -hmm. I lost my mind pursuing baseball for years, lost my mind, like hours of endless work and disappointment and getting back, disappointment, getting back, disappointment, getting back. I suffered with a, a lot of my own health issues over quarantine. Nobody knew about he worked on his music career for as long as I can remember from when he was in fifth grade, dropped out of baseball and everything to pursue music to the fullest, went to The Voice twice. Really? Didn't make you, it on the didn't show. Didn't make it really? on the show twice, auditioned for a bunch of different shows, was making covers for years. Wow. I was always supporting him. It was all that work, and it's almost like we just started another thing. And like now we put a little bit of work into this. And I guess you could say... Oh yeah, we got a little bit lucky, but I but I truly believe it was work from all different other things that I guess you could say whatever higher power there is, God was just like, you know what? You got it. So that's like, what I mean. That's what like, I mean. Though. Yeah, like we've had like a lot of like stuff to overcome and like work on ourselves as mm -hmm. young kids. So I don't think it was luck. I really feel like I really feel like it was more destiny. Like I guess I guess you could well, say that would right be the place, same right thing. time. That's I guess you could say right place, right time. Like it was yeah. kind of destined to like work out this way. That's what I mean. I mean, like destiny, luck, uh, fate. Yeah. Uh, that's all yeah, the yeah. same thing to me. Yeah. Um, because when you uh, attribute just like, your success to anything other than just you know hard work, even if it's a little bit of it, that's luck. That's spirituality. I mean, like most big people that got big without having like rich parents or anything like people that like came from nothing they're like yeah it was luck luck doesn't mean didn't work hard yeah you know they're not exclusive right they're 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 not they're they're together right they're it's all this accumulation of things but part of it is a little bit of luck because if you can say you work this hard before you started the podcast right yeah yeah no shit you did right and and you learned a lot you 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 grew a lot and it definitely helped you to do what you're doing right now but all those other things you did, 
did not build up the podcast. No. The podcast on its own was built on its own, yeah. right? So although you worked hard to get the, you know, the experience you have now, um, the podcast is its own thing. And that's why I'm saying, fuck, it was lucky that you started it when you did and you started it the way you did, you know? Yeah. And um, I'm thinking if we would have started this a year ago, like once quarantine hit, imagine where we'd yeah, be Yeah, imagine now. how many m- oh, even yeah. more people like, were absolutely, on Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, I think... I think Luck, but no matter how you define it, I definitely had to add a, a, a piece of it. Um, I always say this, though. It's uh, And you guys will understand. Um, I say this to my little sister a lot. I say to her that, you know, you always feel kind of like, oh, fuck, if I just, if I did it before quarantine, mm-hmm. if, if, um, if, you know, if I, if I tried for the voice one more time, if I just went to one more class, if I learned how to play the piano with it, or if you're like, you know, maybe if I uh, did more sprints so I can get to first base quicker, like what, oh. what could I have done to get better at something, right? And a lot of people think that they are consistently failing. Yeah. But that's not true. That's not true. What the truth is, is that if you take a second, you pause, right? You pause. And you really do some reflecting, and reflecting is a very hard thing to do. If you do, if you do some reflecting, you and you look back, you're like, "Holy shit, I've worked really hard." You know, I might not have everything I've always wanted. I might have not met all of my goals, but my God, am I a lot further than I used to be? Yeah, it's hard work is not something you realize you're doing until you stop and look back. Because when you're in the middle of hard work, you don't realize it because that hard work becomes normal. Every day you grind and you grind and you grind. Do more, you do better than you did the day before? You're going to be like, this is my normal life. But when you stop, and you're like, fuck, bro, I, I, all the shit I do alone, you guys do alone, and, and that's hard work. But when you're in the middle of it, you're like, I got to do better. Why, why am I not getting there yet? Yeah. Like, oh, hold on. This is hard, and I'm doing it alone. That's hard work. Yeah. So, that, yeah, you know, I, I get it. And I think what makes it better is that we're not alone. We, I have a brother that knows how to, like, talk in front of the camera. Yeah. And I know how to do all the audio stuff, all the video stuff. So even when one of us is unmotivated, like, we pick each other back up. There was one time, like, even before we had all the gear, we were walking around the block. We're like, should we even do this? Yeah, because, like, like, we were getting, like, I remember, like, I was at, like, I forgot where I was, but, like, I turn around and I hear a girl go, oh, misogynist. And I turn around. I'm like, what the fuck? Did did she know you? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I wasn't a girl that I knew. I just heard it, like, oh, misogynist. I, I turn around. I'm like... Why'd you say that? I was like, hey, I was like, do you even really watch my videos? Or I was like, did you just, like, I was like, are you just mm. throwing that around? I was like, do you even know what that word means? And <laughs> misogynist. <laughs> okay. You, yeah. If you're going to say something, at least support your claim. Like you're not supporting anything. You're just throwing it around and being stupid. So it's like, I, I was dealing with certain stuff like that. And then like, I was dealing with people poking fun at the podcast. I transferred schools as a senior. I dealt with a bunch of people Whoa. from... From my yeah, I dealt with a bunch of people from my. I had a crazy high school experience, but I dealt with <laughs> I dealt with a bunch of people from that original school that I started at, having a lot of negative, shady stuff to say about me. People that I thought were were really uh, people that I thought were my friends, obviously not. But I went th- like I went through hearing a bunch of stuff. Someone said this about you. Are are you still going to do this? And I was just like getting so cluttered. I was like, is this even worth it? And then I'm like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I'm going to do this because this is what I want to do. And I have a good circle of friends that are pushing me to do it. I have my brother. Yeah. I have other people in this new school. I have, you know, I have better people around me that I'm, I'm going to listen to what they have to say because they're pushing me up. And I'm so glad I did because the day after, the account grew on TikTok over 90,000 followers. Insane. We have it on Insane. that. 
what what's the app? So social chart, whatever yeah, it is. We social, have, blade. social blade. Social blade. We have it tracked. In tw- in twenty four hours, it grew over ninety thousand followers, and that's like unheard of. No one really does that on TikTok. Yeah, it, and I was like, lot. I was like, that has to be a sign of something for me to just like keep pushing this content. Like it's not worth me just quitting. It's not. So, I always talk about the team. I always say that you know. And I always reference Arnold Schwarzenegger. I can't say his name because they're going to flag me. They actually will. They'll flag me. But Ar- Ar- Arnie. Arnie. Arnie, f- the, the governor uh, of California. Well, he used to be the go- governor of California. But he would always say, and, he, and he, he's a foreigner, and he, and he said that there's no such thing as a self-made man. Um, no one he's ever met, no one I've ever met for sure, has ever done anything on their own. Yeah. Um, it's the team. Now, whether or not your team is as good as someone else is a different story, but you cannot do things on your own. Stop trying to do things on your own. If you do, you'll fail. And when you succeed, you better tell everybody who helped you. Hell yeah. You know, I, the biggest asset in my team, other than, you know, of course, my family, because I, I wouldn't have a house to live in if it wasn't for them. But other than that, my biggest asset is my girlfriend. Uh, no one supports me like her. And I mean, like, to have someone you could, like, cry in front of. Like that's that's serious. That's important. Um, and then, of course, you know, I have the co-host to my uh, my movie podcast, Johnny. Um, he's a fucking. He's like if I was a director, he'd be like the actor. At least in this scenario, right? Other other scenarios, it's it's the reverse. But like, Johnny plays Johnny, and he and he's great at it. Like yeah. he's like it's like you playing yourself. So that he's great at this. Um, and then of course we have uh you know Danny. We, there's a, a lot of us do things, but a, a lot of the workload is on me, which is fine. It is nice to know that when you have, like, actual support people that believe in you and want to be a part of it. That alone is great. But for you guys to have each other, like, brothers, like, I don't have a brother. I have stepbrothers, and we're great with each other. I love that. But that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Like, do you ever try to imagine having to do this without the other? Yeah. Well, he was going to... He was going to go away for college and then he, and then we were just kind of like thinking it over and we were like, is it even like, Mm. like we wouldn't mind like obviously being away from each other. Like that's not really a problem, but at the same time, we've never done that. Like we've Mm. always had each other. So it's like, we're blessed. Like a lot of kids don't have a brother, especially so close apart in age that we go through the same issues, whatever we're dealing with. We talk to each other about, we fight, we fucking fight. We're brothers. Like who cares? Like it's, we're going to argue, but yeah, we're blessed to have each other, so that's facts. That, like, that you do what you do, I do what I do, and it meshes so well. It's the perfect team. It's literally, you can't beat that. You, and I, yeah. Dude, like, people, like, try and, like, get the perfect circle, but this is really the dream circle. There's no beating it. I mean, we might... Blood is blood is always going to yeah. be thicker. Than, I mean, you, I, I actually... Did you, not to totally derail this conversation... The quote, blood is thicker than water, actually means the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. That means the family you choose is better than the cha- family you're born yeah. with. Yeah. Which yep. is actually kind and of that's funny. W- and that, but that's why this is, I choose him 10 times out of 10. Yeah. Regardless of if he was my brother or not, fre- whether he was a friend of mine, he's always going to be considered a brother. I have friends that I call brothers, but it's a lot easier to lose a bond with a friend than it is to lose my bond with my brother because mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm living with him. I see him every single day. We do things together. I'm always with him, and yeah. we come from the same mom. So yeah, there's course. always going to be, like, a certain love that is entangled. I guess you could say, like, intertwined, like, with that. So, yeah. It's instinctual. You know, yeah, you're it human. Is. It's, it's yeah. a part of how you're made. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I've, I've never experienced brotherhood, at least not none that's uh, familial, you know. But uh, I don't want people thinking 
that you have to start with a partner. Because if you go on, like, you know, new tubers on, like, Reddit or if you go on, like, podcasting Reddits or um, anywhere where people want to start something social media, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, me and my friend. Oh, should I get my friend? It's like, that's not always a good not, idea. Not everyone, <laughs> not, not, everyone, good idea. not everyone has your best interest. Yeah. Not yeah. everyone has your best interest. So, you know. So, it's, it's because I, I feel like. Because there's a lot of impressionable people on your YouTube channel, and those are going to be the majority of people watching this episode right here. So if any of you want to like start something, like you were saying before, um, you don't have to have a partner, but if you have value, you will bring people naturally into your circle that w- believe in what you're doing. Yeah. Right? That, that is phenomenal. And if you also start something alone and you're able to pull people in, that's that's even more valuable, right? So you don't need someone to do it with you, um, but it, it's nice when it happens. You yeah, know? hell yeah. 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 Um, so then the other thing is if, if you're if – you're, I just love talking talk about teamwork. I, I, I love that stuff because <laughs> you, you can't do that shit alone. It, it's, it's impossible to do that stuff alone. Um, how many other people – how many siblings do you guys have? Is it just you guys? Just us. Just you guys? Um, oh, you're so fucking close in age. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, 17 yeah. and 18. 17 and 18. So, par- pardon me, everyone, if you hear the, the <laughs> dogs barking. Um, so, what's your what's the rest of your circle look like? Like like as far as friends? Yeah, anyone that's helping with the podcast and stuff, anyone doing that kind of thing? There We have, we have this one other kid that, like, so occasionally will help, like, chop something up, but it's really us. Yeah. This are these are those the same uh, girls you're getting? Like, because, like, on the, on the TikTok, to see, I see a lot of the same ones. We have some repeats, but they're not all the same. We have yeah. some repeats, but usually it'll be a girl that comes with a friend that she comes with a different friend. <laughs> but we have, like, but we have, we have some repeats, but I, I won't bring someone back that people were, like, uh, this 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 episode was okay. You know, you guys didn't have great chemistry. I'll bring back the people that had good chemistry. Yeah. I'm not going to say yes to everybody, but if someone asked me to be on and, you know, you're a girl and you want to be on the podcast, you know, I would love to yeah. have you on, you know, and just, like, talk to you and whatever. So yeah. I'm okay with having a, a repeat guest. That doesn't bother me at all. Do you do you ever realize, like, because you never really – I know you just said how – you had told the whole story about how you guys worked hard to get to where you are and, and, you, and you've been through the grind. You've been through the struggle. But how soon after you started the YouTube channel that you got, like, comments and, like, a whole bunch of, like, you know, people responding to things? Like, how long did it take? Because there's well, a follow-up thing to this. On TikTok, like, it kind of happened overnight. If I pull it up, actually, I think I had three videos get over 5 million views in, like, a week. Oh my God. I had, okay, so I had one with my girlfriend at the time. On January 7th, that got uh, 7.6 million views. Then I had one on December 27th that got 6.1 million views. And I had one December 24th that got 6.2 million views. So that was that, me. that was all in like a 10-day span. I had... I don't know. It might be, might be pretty hot. I had three videos get close to like... Thanks. I had three videos get close to over like 20 million views in like a week span. I'm like what the hell is going on? I was like, is it going to keep going this way? I was talking to my mom. I was like, am I actually going to become like an influencer? Like, am I going to become fucking rich? Like, I hate that word. Like, (laughs) like I just didn't know. I was like, what? I was like, what? I was like, I was like, what's going on here? Like I was kind of, what'd your mom say? My mom was like, my mom was at first, 
Listen, I, this is okay, the funny. This is the right. funny thing. At first, my mom was like, "I don't like you making this content. This is uh, this is bad. This is no good." Uh, and then she was like, "You made money. <laughs> no, <laughs> keep doing no. it." <laughs> no, no. And then she saw. I was like, "Ma, look, millions of views." And she's like, "Really? Let me see." So then she starts checking When's it out. When's the merch coming? She's like, <laughs> she's like, "Oh shit!" She's like, she's like, she's like, she's like, "We need to make shirts. We need to get a manufacturer." Was she really? Yeah. Oh, mom, come <laughs> on. Are you kidding? What a sellout. Jeez. <laughs> She's I'm gonna, sorry, I didn't mean. I no. kind of meant it. <laughs> I don't care. It's a joke, but uh, it was fun. It was just funny, like the way everything like wow. came about. She like she was. Uh, it's <laughs> it's instinctual. She doesn't want her son to look bad, you know. Especially if it's just gonna be a failed thing, then everyone thinks you think That's this way. So You're funny, talking about man. girls in front of your whole town, like in in yeah. freehold, like everybody knows each other. So like, mm-hmm. if my mom's at the grocery store and they hear that, like, oh, they don't want other moms talking about the podcast. Like, who wants yeah. that? Yeah, you know, that's I get weird. it. I get it. But at you the same time, no one's ever said that to me. No one's ever been like worried about myself, my my self image. But I I'm, I'm not super familiar with a bunch of your content, but. Yeah. The stuff that I was saying, especially, I get it, was yeah. like ex- like people were like kind of like losing their mind. It's that like someone someone, even have the someone balls. yelled at you, called you misogynist. No one's doing that to me. Yeah, no one would. No know? one has a, a reason to do that because there's me. no reason to do it. Like I don't like I I don't care if you did or not. But the the episode I told you to listen to, that's like a very insightful episode. That guy, my friend, incredible. Episode forty eight was did I say? You said I think Bishoy. it was either forty seven or forty eight. It was forty eight. I'm pretty sure. Um, he did a great job. No one's yelling at me because he talked about his experience growing up in the United States. You know, like that's not well, what. Yeah. So yeah, like, but I get it. I get it. Yeah, but that's funny, man. Yeah, that's what was going on with mom. But uh, what was the original question? I'm sorry. Uh, h- how long did it take you to get feedback on your channel? And then there was gonna be a follow up to that. But you, you oh, within a week. Yeah. It was a week. Within a week, because actually the account in itself had like 10,000 followers on it because I used to post fitness content, not this past summer, the summer before. Jeez. So I... On the YouTube or the... On the, TikTok. I, what about YouTube? I had nothing. How long before you, you get stuff on YouTube? Because that's the... TikTok is like... If you, get, if you have like a million followers on TikTok, it's almost like... I'm not saying it's not hard, but it's kind of a joke. No one cares. Someone followed exactly. me a couple days ago. He, he follows 10,000 people. He will never see my content again. Yeah, you'll never see my face ever again. He follows ten thousand people. YouTube subscribers, that's different. Yeah, well, so that, that's well, what I'm. Yeah, that's why I kind of use TikTok as a transfer platform. That's the way I set it up. That's why I'll give someone a clip and then tell them that the full video link is in my bio. That's why mm-hmm. TikTok is a great transfer platform to get people switched over to YouTube because that's where the real money is. That's where the full episodes are. That's what I want people to see. You know, TikTok is cool, but. Uh, there's obviously more value in YouTube. There's right? obviously yeah, one hundred percent because there. people and it used to be even better. Actually, the creator fund used to be ridiculous. The amount of money yeah. you could have dished out on YouTube, it's not like that anymore. But it's still good. Well, I'm on uh, I'm on t- Tumblr. I'm on Rumble too. Um, because you get you get monetized immediately on that, on that. But I I don't get money from anything I do. I've been doing it for such a long time, you know. But it, it is what it is. But the um, when people subscribe to you on YouTube, it's because they're actually. Almost in a way, promising to give you your time. Yeah, to give to give them your, to give you their time. I said that right, and especially for like a podcast, you know, like fuck, we've been going for almost an hour and a half, which I'm like, I'm long. Doesn't feel that way. I do long form content. I know you guys have uh, some shorter stuff, but uh, when someone subscribes to you, that means a whole lot more. A whole lot more on TikTok. Like I can, 
like I said, that guy will never see my face again. Who yeah. who actually subscribes to ten thousand people? Yeah, that's a what? Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, that's why I wanted to know. So now that I know, okay, it took you out like we say two a week, two weeks for YouTube. What a week, it? a week. Okay, a week. so it took you a week to get um feedback on the channel, or like comments and likes and all that stuff. Have you and you kind of you kind of answered th- this question? Do you ever like sit and think like, geez, you know? This is not normal. I couldn't imagine doing this uh, for that long. With like, it ha- can you imagine doing it for as long as I've been doing it without getting that kind of feedback? I have the utmost respect Me for too, you. Bro. Well, so thanks. Well, I'm not. I'm not fishing. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I promise no, I'm not no, fishing. No, 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 no. But I have like a great deal of respect for that because I I know for a fact for me, my motivation to make content, even I, I hate to like sound selfish, but like right now mm-hmm. is kind of at an all time low because I've had. For me, because I started off on such a strong boom, I thought I was going to grow like that always. And then now that my account kind of took a little bit of a step back, yeah, I was like, I'm like, oh. And it's not even a step back. It's, it's more just steady. Always. Yeah, it's more yeah. just like slow, steady now. But it's more like I, I kind of got that feeling of, oh, it's not always going to be. Ninety thousand yeah, followers. You know, the, the first YouTube video I released with Liv and Trisha got over forty thousand views. That's insane. But you no, know the problem with yeah. growing up that growing so fast, then you don't know who's like who's really subscribing to you for like you, and yeah. that that's a problem I ran into. I started music, I was growing so quick. I hit a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. I was at a hundred thousand followers, and then over time people wow. start falling off, right? Because they weren't really in it for me. They were in it for a cover or a song I was singing by somebody else. Yeah. So when you're growing so quick, like you got to make sure those people are actually rocking with you and not just like a version of you. Absolutely. Yeah. I, and 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 I ask because it's when you start doing something, it's like if you explode like that, kind of like you did, you have no taste of what it's like when you don't get that feedback the way you did and you guys might have a little bit of taste for all the things you, you've done together and at the end like with you and your music and everything i get it but when you blow up like that you think i hit the mother load i figured it out let's <laughs> go let's do it oh that you and, have no idea and, what and me and this kid, exactly like, and like you were just saying like you were just saying it's like as soon <laughs> as, as soon as it stops as soon as it stops you're like fuck i thought i figured it out for i a, i didn't figure out <laughs> shit for right. about a week we were like in a year we're in los angeles we got mclarens we got this <laughs> we got that we're like it's all figured McLaren's. out and then we're like you know what it might not be like that we but it's okay for a couple more years. it might be <laughs> it might happen in two years it might happen in five years it might happen in 10 years this is how i see it if i push content for the next 10 years i'm 17 years old and my account takes off in the next 10 years i'll be 27 yeah, no, people so, people have such a horrible oh, perspective I'm not, I'm on not, age and, yeah, like and I'm, language. I'm not putting, like, this fucking terrible, like, time gap on myself. Like, I need to make it overnight. I need to, like, no, it's not like that. Like, it's okay if this takes a while. Yeah. This could take 10 years. This could take 20 years. I enjoy making content. He enjoys the behind-the-scenes part. We make a great team. This yeah. could go on as long as we're healthy and we can you can't do it without continue each other, you know? doing it. It's great. Like, that's what, you know, there's nothing, but can't ask for anything more. Let me tell you a story. When I was, I come from a wrestling family. We're all wrestlers, you know, combat sports, you know. And when I was 12 years old, okay, man, I remember I was in the bathroom brushing my teeth and my dad was yelling across the house saying to me, he said, wrestling's your sport and you don't know it yet. And this is the most embarrassing thing. I, I tell people all the time. I said, I was thinking to myself, brush my teeth, 12 years old. I said, in my head, I was, I was like, what are you talking about? I'm too old to start something new. I was 12 years old. That's insane. I was 12 years old. But 
everyone thinks that way no matter how old they are, right? Yeah. As soon as you break out of that, you'll you win. I was talking to another person, he's thirty, and he asked Mark, Do you think like and he's a boxer and he said, Do you think it like it'd be like it's too late to start like trying to box and like getting a few few matches? I'm like, Absolutely not. Like you might hurt yourself, you know, depending how good you are. But no, of course not it's not too late. Do it. Absolutely. So that mindset where it's like in 10 years, I'll only be 27. That's the best mindset you can have about things like this, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, actually yeah, crazy yeah. to think about because that time is going to fly too. Fast. Why'd you guys have like a, why'd you guys like light up when I said wrestling? You guys were like, you looked at each other when I said wrestling or combat sports or something. I don't know. Oh, but well, I, I'm a big UFC fan. Oh, so UFC, that's okay. Probably, gotcha, probably, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, there might have been a little bit of that. But yeah, big UFC guy over here. But yeah, I mean, just trusting the process, I guess that's a huge thing for everyone. Uh, I know. Kind of like yeah, it's like it's like I know. I'm sure the three yeah. of us could feel that very potently yeah. trusting the process because. Well, I, I'd like to trust the process, but sometimes I hate it. You know. <laughs> oh, it sucks! But God's putting you through it for a reason. But yeah, let's hope so. But, but I was like set, but I, like how you were saying, like, oh, you didn't like have that time period of like how you kind of have like producing, 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 and then like wanting that spawn of followers and like trying to like yeah. even like make a living off of the content and it doesn't happen so quick. I had that, that past summer I was making content all summer with my friend. I was literally making a fool of myself for videos. They were going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, even before that in middle school, I was making some content like fitness content was going nowhere. So it was like, I like dabbled in the field, but I never really like said, I'm just going to go balls deep and just do it and that's kind of what i decided to do with him and very glad because it's yeah. doing decent and like we both enjoy it sometimes it's still hard to be like motivated to say i'm gonna do this like even the way you like s- like sent me the message to like schedule the podcast i've never sent a message like that in my life really never How do I do it? what did i say so, hold up. yeah look <laughs> i i i i send people messages all the time i usually what i say i definitely said it to you so you said so you sent me a message saying your availabilities and you sent me actual dates and times and for me i don't have a schedule like that because i'm st- <laughs> i guess it's an immaturity thing but when i'm trying to get people on the podcast like i'll almost forget who i wrote like I'll, I'll be like when can you come on oh i could come on at this time then i'll go check out someone else's message of trying to get yeah. on and I'll be like, fuck, like I forgot to write that person back. That could have worked because it's like spontaneous. Like I'll try to get them on for the day after or for like I got to stop doing that. If so there's like, one thing I am, I am definitely like professional. Like I, I'm not very professional I, with my planning. I have, a, I have a professional podcast, but my planning of getting people on yeah. is basically as unprofessional as it gets. Like I, I have my mom running up and downstairs, like <laughs> bringing people like food and thanks, stuff. Mom. Yeah, thanks, mom. But like. It's not the most professional yeah. set and everything. It's in my basement, like off, kind of like in a corner, but looks good on camera. No, it is what it is. Man. Looks good on camera. Like, you you make know, it right. So. Um, but yeah, that's uh, what would you say? You said something about oh yeah, I, I, I saying I'm professional. Like I said, sounds pompous, right? But it's just true. It it is true. I try I try very hard, and one of the things I always like saying to people, which I genuinely believe, this is serious. Um. I said to them, I, I probably said it to you, I'm like, if not, no worries, no burned bridges. I don't want to burn bridges with anybody. If you're like, no. man, I can't do it, don't have the time, or like, even if it was like your subscriber count's not large enough, it, it, it's not worth my time. That's not even like a mean thing to say. It's like, get it. I get it. I know what I'm doing here. I know what I'm asking of you. I know what position I'm in. No burned bridges. 
I'll call you back when I've got like a thousand followers. I've done that before. It's if you're just getting into like show business, which is kind of what you're doing, uh, nobody's really your enemy. It just sounds like everybody is, you know? So I think because of the amount of clout you have, amount of subscribers and stuff, you said to me on the phone today, we were talking like kind of, you said that like, oh, I get it's like hard to get people on the podcast and stuff. I this so this is classic MGC what we're doing right now. You're going to be episode like 51 or something or 50. I think you might be 50. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah, congrats like for you guys. Like congratulations <laughs> for you guys. Um so you're if I can get this many people on a podcast that has 148 subscribers, imagine what you can do with 10,000 subs. I think you guys are selling yourself short sometimes cuz I look at your content I'm like there's no way this is all he's doing. Yeah. You have like no, we much are much more than we, I do. No, you can do so much with what you have. <laughs> we are no, we definitely are selling ourselves a bit short. Um, but that's why we're trying to expand the channel because yeah. there's there's the following there. Like, why wouldn't we take advantage of that? But uh, yeah, no, I completely agree. Yeah, I completely agree. But like, if you, if you wouldn't have sent me that last text today to remind <laughs> me, I wouldn't have been here. You wouldn't have. I knew at it all. too. I I, just knew t- it. I totally forgot. Like I t- I completely forgot because I get tied up with other things. Like I was gonna yeah. hang out with. I was going to hang out with someone today. And then I'm like, fuck, like I had this going on. And I was like, you know what? This is priority. I'm coming here. I, I was like, I was like, I yeah. wanted to be here. I promised him I'd be here. I'm coming. Like, I like, I want more footage. I wanted to get another podcast in. This is amazing. It's perfect. Like it was the perfect day yeah. to do it. No excuses not to come. So I was like, okay, I forgot, but I'm still going to go. Yeah. Like, yeah, and we're, we're coming towards the end of this too. But, um, yeah, to re- respond to that, so many people I messaged, they'll totally forget. They'll totally, and I'm like, just look at your phone, please, yeah. please. Like it's so annoying, but it's like I can't. I know they didn't leave me on red because Instagram tells you if they read it and left it. Um, so I never get angry at somebody for not reading it because I'm like, I I know. Like if you have a business account on on Instagram. It's sometimes a really hard to know that you have a message because there's there's a, it goes to your primary, it goes to general, it goes to spam, and then it goes into hidden spam. So there's four places a message could be, and yeah. sometimes it doesn't even tell you. And it's also a blessing that Steven actually yeah. asked me about you because I didn't see your DM because I get a million DMs yeah. of people. Can I come on? Can you come on to here? Can we do this? I wouldn't have even seen your thing. Because I didn't know. Like I'm more active yeah. on Snapchat because Snapchat is more closer friends that I have. Instagram could be anybody because that's just like a public account. I could see who I accept onto my snap. So that was just like, that was like the Simple. perfect way. Like, oh, he wants me on. Boom. Let me go check this yeah, out on Instagram. Yeah, texted you and Bam. it was good. Yeah, and it was perfect. Thank God. Yeah. I, I texted you last night while I was watching Batman. I saw it early. And I was and my and my co-host was like, hey, uh, you're recording that, that guy tomorrow? And I'm like, oh, you know, I should probably message him and let him <laughs> know, hey, we're doing it for tomorrow, right? Yeah. And then this morning I was like, damn. I'll send him one more message, and then look, look where we are. Here we are. Um, but we're basically we're, we're kind of done. Do you guys have anything else you want to say? I think this was awesome. I yeah, it was good. Yeah, hell yeah, guys. Well, that's about it. Thank you so much for having um, me on. I really appreciate. No, it. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think, I think we're pretty good. Everything is gonna be in the description, guys. And um, go check them out. Go see what they're up to. Go see what they're going to be doing. Very exciting. But that's about it, uh, guys. Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you on the next one. Peace. Peace out.